Hey everyone, welcome to Remo. My name is Jared, and today we'll be taking a look at the 2021 indie hit Inscription. Now, hit may be a bit of a stretch, because I'll be honest, I had never heard of this game before it was recommended to me, but I gave it a quick search and it had rave reviews, so under the radar hit might be a better way of describing it. However, it is a indie game by every sense of the word. Inscription is developed by Daniel Mullins Games, which, if the name isn't obvious enough, is mainly just one guy. I mean, it's an indie game, just literally an indie game, and I don't use that lightly. And Inscription is a roguelike deck builder where you try to uncover dark secrets while winning dramatic card games. And I'll try and keep this dark secret a secret by... Having minimal spoilers in this review, I'll be discussing mechanics and gameplay elements, but I'll leave the narrative for you to discover on your own. And as always, these are my opinions and mine alone. So to start off, I think it would be good to describe what a roguelike deck builder is, because it's not a large, diverse genre of games. You know, it's, it's not something you walk into GameStop and you hear, hey, have you played the most recent roguelike deck builder? And think of a roguelike as a dungeon crawler where you have to advance through harder and harder challenges, but failure means you go all the way back to the start. And deck builder is as it sounds, a game where you progress by collecting and playing cards to complete or defeat different challenges. Combining these gives you a, a game where instead of fighting the evil boss with a sword, you both sit down and have an encounter closer to a game of chess. And this genre was really popularized recently by the game Slay the Spire, so I recommend you check that out for some context. Now, usually the first element I discuss is the graphics of a game, but with Inscription, I want to talk about the atmosphere. Very few games have captured the pure tension I felt while playing this game. And I say tension specifically, not fear or worry or being startled, you know, like jump scared, but just that on edge feeling that makes you a little nervous. And every element of inscription served the tension in some way, either to ratchet it up or down, but it was always lingering there. So throughout this review, keep thinking about how the elements I describe might affect this atmosphere. But moving on to the graphics, Inscription is yet another showcase that art design trumps graphical fidelity. It's this old school pixel art style that would feel at home on a CRT but overlaid on 3D assets. But much of this game is enveloped in darkness, where you can only see small parts of the scene in front of you. Think of a room lit by a candle instead of a lamp. On a technical side, there's nothing extraordinary here, and this is the first game where there are Creative Commons references in the credits. They literally used 
royalty-free assets for certain items, but it's still better looking than some triple A titles on the visual side because they leaned into a unique, distinct look. You know, when I say better looking, I don't mean, oh, wow, look at all these 4K assets they've put together. No, I mean better looking in that they leaned into a distinct visual style that served the narrative, the story, and, oh, wait a minute, the atmosphere extremely well. All these pieces fit together just in a great way. And I do want to compliment the artwork and design of these cards, which, you know, should should be a highlight of the game since it is a deck builder. And there's really a huge variety of cards with different abilities, modifiers, and exceptions. But it was always clear the circumstances they would work and how they would affect the game. You know, it, it would be very frustrating if the cards were hard to read or hard to understand and you didn't know how to play them. But the game makes it very clear and obvious how the cards will interact. And this gives me a good chance to talk about the cards because, I mean, it's literally the entire gameplay of Inscription. 90% of this game is literally just you, your opponent, and your deck of cards. You simply draw a card, decide if you want to play it, and end your turn. You know, you're, you're not making split-second quick-time events, you're hovering over your deck going, hmm, should I play this card right now? I'm not sure. But within this very, very simple gameplay loop is an absolutely insane amount of complexity. Fortunately, I feel that Inscription handles the learning curve of this deck builder extremely well by slowly introducing new mechanics. You know, starting out, you'll only have a small variety of cards, but your opponent will also have a very small variety of cards. And it's only as you advance through the game and show that you understand the mechanics that the game introduces new cards with new attributes. And I found it a ton of fun because new systems were being introduced through my entire playthrough. You know, it's not just like a quick one-hour tutorial. They give you all the basics and then, oh, here's the full game. I, I was learning new systems and new mechanics six, seven hours in. You know, the first system you learn is the blood system, where if you want to play a strong card like a bear, you have to sacrifice some of your other cards to afford it. You know, it's it, pretty straightforward. Big, strong cards requires more blood. And the great thing is once you learn the fundamentals of this system, you pick up the new ones that are introduced. It's a lot like coding. You know, once you understand functions, inheritance, scope, and other basic concepts, switching languages is just looking up the syntax. It's pretty straightforward. And in Inscription's case, they add a bone, magic, and energy system as well all of which are completely different, have many different attributes, many different modifiers, but it makes sense because they give you that base knowledge over time. They don't just throw it all at you in the first hour. And all this is to say, it's a game that has enough complexity to be engaging the whole way through, well, introduced in a way that is easy to understand and process.
there's the balance of skill in knowing how to build and play your deck and luck in that you never know what you're going to draw. You know, you may have the best strategy in the world, but it's not going to work 100% of the time if you just get unlucky by, you know, drawing your worst cards. But moving on to my signature section, the sound design. Inscription keeps it very subtle for much of the sound effects. There's no dramatized bare roar when playing a card, but there is the sound of your cards shuffling, a soft thud when a card has perished, and a gentle ringing of a bell when you end your turn. It's all relatively simple, but it does the job well. A comparison I have is imagine you're alone in a dimly lit room, which, I mean, is most of this game. Option A, you hear a scream a hundred feet away. But option B, all you hear is the gentle dripping of a faucet. A would obviously startle you, you know, give you a big jump. But when you look at the context of a dark room, B can really develop that tension. And that's sort of the whole vibe I was getting from the sound effects of, of Inscription. However, the soundtrack, uh, completely different story. It is extremely memorable and stands out as a highlight of Inscription. It is not subtle. It is not, you know, oh, little background music, ooh, give the ambiance. When this soundtrack comes on, you notice it. Different bosses have their own unique themes with an honestly surprising amount of variety in their style. You know, some sound more digital while other sounds more grounded with realistic sounds included in them. But the majority of them can easily be described with one word, and that word is eerie. You know, please look up the trapper theme and tell me the sounds of I don't know if something's being eaten, crunched, skinned. I don't know what's going on in the background of his theme, but it is it is absolutely unsettling. And fortunately, they listened to my previous reviews, so you have the chance to hear some of these, you know, in memorable themes multiple times, which only enhances their emotional response from the player. Now, what makes Inscription stand out from some of its contemporaries is a central narrative. You know, you're, you're not just defeating enemies to get a high score, but your actions are moving a central story, that central plot, forward. I know many people prefer the quote-unquote dungeon crawler style of Slay the Spire, but I really preferred having a distinct beginning and end. And not to spoil anything, but Inscription does have a very complex story that was hard to follow at times. You know, moments were still impactful, but I was left wanting more background knowledge at this time, at, at certain times. However, it, very clearly this was by design, and you're supposed to fill in some of these blanks on your own. But to wrap this all up, Inscription packs a ton of game into only a dozen or so hours. And I've been very vague with this review on purpose because I'm going to recommend that you try this game. It reminds me of a lot, and I mean this as a compliment, of the Outer Wilds DLC. You know, a very spooky, 
intense experience where you're trying to discover some dark secrets through puzzles and challenges. And I'm going to be giving Inscription a, a strong A. You know, there's great gameplay here, even better atmosphere. And it, it, at the end of the day, it is a truly unique experience, unlike anything I have played before. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.